Disclaimer. AFL players, coaches, and umpires are professionals. The hilarious remarks and nicknames said in this podcast are not intended to be offensive in any way. Listener discretion is advised. <laughs> Kiss your cousin. Kiss your cousin. Kiss him on the lips. Alright, this is the Cousins AFL Fantasy Podcast. I'm Keebs, coach of the Super Subs. I'm here with my cousin Jados. Coach of NFNL, KFKL, no fife, no life, no fife, no life. I did it. I made it through a whole weekend of no footy, no scores, absolutely nothing. I've been off grid. I've been monk mode. It's a living my life. (laughs) It's it's been a it's been uh, a crazy weekend. Oh, I'm crazy. so excited. You, the, I'm so excited. The one weekend that you decided to not consume any content, not consume any scores, has been by far the craziest, just wildest round of the year. <laughs> really? So many oh. ridiculous things have happened that you just couldn't have predicted going into the round. So I'm scared. I'm terrified. Um, but I, I needed this week off after the shit weekend that I had last week. It just fantasy made me so depressed, so down. And I was like, I need the week off. I'm kind of keen to see how this comes out. But it was sort of a weird weekend for me, actually, just like not knowing and not watching footy. Like I was sort of like Friday night, I was like, yes, work is done for the week. I'm ready to, ready to like, well, no, well, I was like, all right, I'm going to like hop on the couch and like watch some footy. And I was like, oh, wait, no, I can't. I got to stay no. away from it. And it was stressful. It was on like at shops blasting from the speakers and I had my hands in my, like covering my ears, like <laughs> trying to do my shopping and not hear the scores. Head down, walking through. Yeah. Smart. Um, but yeah, I pretty much made it through. And then I, I sort of hit this like point of just Zen of like, Oh, it felt like footy wasn't even on. I muted every chat. I, uh, I unfollowed everything on social media that would have any footy. And I basically was off social media for the weekend. Just got lots of shit done. It would have been, it would have um, been a nice weekend, mate. It was, it was great. But then today, <laughs> Then today, some some uh, yeah, I got a phone call from you, which we'll talk about, and um, yeah, kind of put my brain a little bit ba- a little bit back in fantasy mode, and now I really want to know what happened. So, well, I guess I guess we should get into the housekeeping part of it then, yeah, and sort of explain what we've well, what you've decided to do for the weekend. Uh, what do you mean by that? Well, so j- just the fact of you not consuming any content, yeah. not, not watching any footy, not seeing yeah. any I, scores. I literally know nothing. Nothing except for two small injury things that I called you because I'm a, I'm a good cousin. <laughs> um, if you want to explain yeah, I'll that. explain it. So I know the two pieces of information I know are that Luke Davies Uniac was a late out and I know that Jai Newcomb was a late out. Who, who you were initially going to bring he in. He was one of my trade-ins, yes. But, yeah, the consequence of that was because you knew the outs, we, we were like, all right, you know, I didn't I didn't want your team to tank over the weekend. So we, we sort of bartered to the decision that you get to know that there's outs so you can change your trades. But I was the one that was changing your <laughs> trades. So I did your trades for you this week. Yeah. You don't know what they were. I, I you don't, don't know, know what yeah. you've scored, what any yeah. player has scored. Yeah. You just know that those two players were out and I had to edit your team for you. Yeah. It was chaos because I had Libba already as an out that I needed to deal with. And I had Davies Uniac, which I found about yesterday. He was a Saturday morning out. So my trades initially were Davies Uniac and Libba 
to Clayton Oliver and Jai Newcomb. And then the Jai Newcomb news yeah. came out this morning and uh, I got a phone call from you saying, we need to do something about this, but I don't want you to see the scores. So I gave you my login details. You know my trades. You did my trades did for me. Trades. And it can only be from like the only ins you could have got were from today. Yeah, today's games, so, which was Melbourne, Hawthorne, Port, Frio, and... I'm blanking on the last West game. West Coast? Yeah, West Coast and the Dogs. Yeah. Um, they were the only th- only three teams that you could get players from. And they all had to be the ball, the, the two players had to be midfielders because there was no DPP action. <laughs> so you have two midfielders from games that played today. You were a bit cash trapped, so I <laughs> so I couldn't I couldn't just pay up and get two big dogs. It was uh it was interesting. I think what we'll do, I'll get you to guess what you think you scored this week. <laughs> All right. My guess for my score this week is 23-41. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll get through the, the game show part of it and then uh, I'll, I'll reveal that to you later. But what do you? Th- who do you think your hogs and flogs were this week? <laughs> All right. I've got a little write-up. Without I could knowing. be, t- okay, I could be totally go. wrong about what's happened here, but I'm giving this my is hog. Gonna be so, so, yeah, <laughs> this is going to be so interesting. You're guessing with no context whatsoever None. just predicting from a list of players basically who you think did well this week yeah all right my hog this week is tim english <laughs> <laughs> i said it last week he was my bold prediction that he was going 145 plus but i didn't expect the man to score the first double ton since nick rewalt in 2016 <laughs> and i've never had a captain above 180 before so it feels pretty good tim english you're my hog for this week mate um, beautiful. All right. <laughs> I hope he was good. Who do you think was your flog this week? Well, I sort of, I want to give it to Davies Uniac and Giant Newcomb because late outs aren't very common and to get two in the same week when I already have Liber out is just cooked, but I'm going to give it to Tom Stewart. I'm guessing that he was shit. I know he was flagged for attention during the week, but 60 mate, not good enough. Interesting, <laughs> interesting stuff. Okay, well, you you will find out out your your hogs and flogs <laughs> later when we launch into the app. Normally, I suppose. So yeah, we'll do we'll run through our our quiz show. I'll give you some of the news. Then you'll look at your team, and we'll take the rest of the pod from there. But I will reveal to you before we get into the the quiz what your trades oh, were, mate. cousin. So as you know, LDU and Libba were the outs. Yep, you brought in. Jack Viney. Okay. <laughs> and Will Day. Wow. Okay. Oh. You know, the funny thing about that as well is you specifically said, don't get Will Day. <laughs> yeah. I gave I gave you the, you know, the keys to the kingdom. I gave you my login details. And then I was like, just don't make it Will Day, please. It had to be done. There wasn't many options. I could basically choose from one of... Can I, can I say who I hope who I was hoping you'd get? Yeah, who, I was hoping you'd be able to afford Viney and maybe Butters. I could have avo- afforded Viney and Butters. Wow, but you got Will Day. But the other person I was like sort of hoping you'd get, and I don't. This could be so dumb, but I thought it'd be kind of funny. Is Carl Amon? I, I I thought about it long and hard, mate. Long and really? hard. But then I was like, I, I don't want to stitch potentially stitch a jade or something <laughs> like that. Imagine, imagine. Yeah. Will Day's a bit safer, isn't he? Imagine if you logged into your team, you saw Carl Lehman and he scored a 50 this week. You'd be like, you mother. Never again. Yeah. <laughs> Never, ever again. Hilarious. But I was, so I was keen on butters for my own team as well prior to trades. And I was thinking about getting a few, but I was just scared that he was going to get that tag from Frio because they've been running a tag lately. Yep. So that, okay. that's why I end up going with Will Day. But uh, yeah, so that's your trades, mate. I guess we we get into it now. Let's into go to the show. Is there any other news that you wanted to tell me before 
You mentioned to me off oh, air there was right. some there news is, you wanted to say before the game show. There is one thing because you, we were sort of arguing over the weekend of if you would be able to take your VC or not. You were like, man, you, you decided to VC Marshall and you were like, man, if he goes 140 plus, you got to let me take it. You got to let me take it. And I was like, no, you can't half do it. You've just got to roll with it without looking for the whole weekend. Okay, but can I say this? I practiced on Friday afternoon. I practiced like four or five times logging into my account and switching. I had I had it all planned out, switching <laughs> Seamus Mitchell onto my field to uh, take a VC without looking at any scores. I found out a way to do it, but you were still like, nah, it's not fair. If you're going yeah, you're you, to commit to a weekend of no footy, you've got to commit. No VCs. Well, I can reveal to you now that Rowan Marshall scored 141. Oh, you bastard. That's your VC. You bastard. That you were unable oh. to take. You were unable to take. Well, good thing Tim English went 200 this week, right? 200, you reckon? Well, we'll <laughs> find that out later, but let's get into the game show fantasy hot seat. Let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Fantasy Hot Seat. I'm your host, Keebs, and I'm here with our very first contestant, Jados. <laughs> now, Jados, is it true that you consumed absolutely zero footy media this week and have not seen any scores? 100% true. No, well, then, I know no scores. Let's get ready to fantasy. Jados. First question. Guess the highest scoring player in each line. <laughs> Jeez. Defense first. I'm going to have to say Jack Zebel. Jack Zebel. Interesting. I'll tell you these at the end of the at the end of the quiz because okay. otherwise right. it will take away from other questions. I just want who you think was right. the highest in each line first. So Zebes in defense. Yeah. All right. What about the mids? Mids. Uh, Bont. He was our highest in our captain's predictions against West Coast. I want score predictions as well. I oh, want score. All right. Zeebs. I reckon Zeebs went a 130. No, it would have had to be more than that to be top. 147 for Zeebs. All right. What do you reckon Bont scored? Bont, my guess. Oh, I hope it wasn't too much, but maybe a 149. All right. What about the Rucks? Team English. Double time. 201. <laughs> All right. And the forwards. Forwards are Zach Butters. And you stitched me up by not getting him. And, and what, I'm guessing he scored score? a 139. Interesting. All right. I'll oh, tell you that you got- It would probably have to be more than that. I'll tell you that you got one of those correct. Really? Not the score. Not the score. But, but one of those the, players. The players, yeah. Okay. I'll take that. All right. Let's get into the actual questions now. Cousin, true or false, Sam Flanders scored a career high at 125 this week. Oh, I'm saying false. It's true. It's true. My boy. It's true. Stupid, sexy Flanders. All right, let's go. True or false, Will Day, who you traded in this week, was on 89 at the start of the last quarter, but got injured and didn't play the rest of the game. Who I traded him that for you That better not week. be true. That better not be true. What do you think? False. It's true. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck.
fuck's sake. Well, he was he was dominating. He was genuinely dominating. He was playing well, but wow. it, yeah, he got hurt. And he there goes my zen. Missed the rest of the game, mate. So oh, that's a good start. Kidding me. All right. Wow. True or false? <laughs> this is horrible already. I hate this game. <laughs> True or false? Jack Zebel scored a one sixty this week. False. It is false. It is false. It's false. It's it's too bi- it's too big to be true. It is false. He scored eighty eight. Yes. Bit flat to be honest. Yes. As a Zeebs owner, bit flat. Yes. See you later. Salute your Zeebs. All right. We saw someone score the biggest score of the last four years over the weekend. True. Hundred. And no, nah, it's not true or false anymore. It's just a question. Oh, okay. All right. It is true though. Uh, the score was one eighty eight. Was it Tim Taranto, Tim English, Zach Merritt, or Jesse Hogan? Tim Taranto, Tim English, Zach Merritt, or Jesse Hogan? See, Jesse Hogan is the only name that doesn't belong there, so I'm going to have to say that it's him. It was him. As if, mate. <laughs> it was him. He was actually. He must have kicked like 10. <laughs> he kicked nine. He was, on, he was actually on 192 with 10 minutes left. Yeah. <laughs> And he got he, he got his hands to the ball twice for marks, but like didn't quite take him. <laughs> he he was a genuine chance to break the record. Wow. It looked like it was going to happen, but they took a tackle off him, and he didn't wow. get any more points for the rest of the game. That's like the story of his career. Like when he's on, he's just he's a world beater. But <laughs> yeah. then he's also a, like a big enough spud that he he just wouldn't get the record. <laughs> yeah, it it was remarkable to watch though. I was wow. like, I was like, as if you've picked this weekend to not watch this. I thought he was gonna get it, man. when he was on ninety two with like ten minutes left, I was like, Yeah. That's wild. He's got it. Who he's, did GWS play again? Essendon. Essendon. And they must have thumped him then. It was an in, it was an in, interesting game, but I've got a I've got a question on Okay, all right, all right, all right. on on just general wow. score results later. My so. brain is melting here, cuz. It's been it's been a crazy week. You're only getting into the start of it, oh, mate. Oh, okay. All right, keep going, keep going. All right, one of these players scored 120 plus. Who was it? Zach Merritt, Jack Viney, Tom Green, Darcy Parrish. Oh, Parrish. Tom Green. Really? Tom Green. Wow. And you brought him in, right? I did. I br- I brought him back in this ah. week. And it felt good, mate. It felt fantastic. All right. Yep. Keep pick, going. Keep going. Pick the correct score. Sicily, 78. Bont, 75. Dawson, 70. Merritt. <coughs> Merritt. My voice broke there. 81. <laughs> um, Merritt, 81. No. <sighs> it was Sicily, 78. Wow. What a dog. Sick dog. That's what he does, I guess. He's been... I, I fully expected atrocious him. in the last two weeks. Yeah, I know. I fully expected him to bounce back this week. Me too, mate. I brought him in two weeks ago. Yeah. I'm not very happy about it. Yeah. All right. Pick the correct score. Mills 51. Crib 62. You just gave me the dirtiest look. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Crib 62. Short 74. Petraka 71. Kelly 85. Oh, like all of them are in my team, dog. Like one of them is correct. Yeah. Pick, pick, oh, pick the correct score. What was the Petraka score? 71. Oh, no. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Um, Mills. Nope, they're all correct. No! 
You're joking, mate. Yeah, Mills 51, Crip 62, Short 74, Petraka 71. No way. Kelly 85. Four of those are in my team. No way. Way, way, mate. Dude, I must have I must have scored nineteen hundred. You got you got that. You got the wheel day injury. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm actually glad I didn't watch. Now, jeez. Right. Oh ne- my lord. Next question. English Bont and Trelaw combined to average how many points? One hundred and thirteen, one hundred and twenty-three, one thirty-three, or one forty-three. One forty-three. Correct. Yes. Bont, Trelaw, and English were massive this week. Really? Massive. All three scored 140+. plus. Okay. Huge game for the Dogs, boys. All right. Next question. Question nine we're up to. Which team won by 126 this week? The Dogs v. the Eagles, the Giants v. the Bombers, Richmond v. North, or Melbourne v. the Hawks? I'm going to say the Dogs. Wrong. It was the Giants versus the Bombers. What? By 126. What? They won by. It was a bloodbath. Wow. An absolute bloodbath, mate. Jeez. Essentially eliminated Essendon from finals contention and just rocketed themselves into the eight. Yeah, wow. It was a mauling. It was an absolute mauling. That's crazy. I mean, I... It, it's sort of the alarm bells were sort of dinging, were ringing when you said Jesse, Jesse Hogan. Hogan kicked nine, but but you also said the dogs had a feast. So that's just where my brain went. All right, keep going. All right, which player got tagged? Tom Stewart, Clayton Oliver, Zach Butters, or Dustin Martin? Is this one of those trick questions where it's all of them? I don't know, is it? Oh. Well, nah, for this, only one of these players Stuart. actually got tagged. I'm going to say Stuart. Wrong. Stuart didn't get tagged? He did not get tagged. Okay. It was Clayton Oliver who got tagged. What did he score? Can you tell me? 66. Oh! Wow. Okay. It was a weird round, mate. It really was a weird round. Jeez. Okay. 66. Question 11. What did all our check-in players average? Those players, Flanders, Keys, Wines, Matt Crouch, Brad Crouch, Luke Jackson, and Rob. What did they average this week? I just want a number. If, oh, if okay. you get it within five. I thought you were going to give me some, some options. If you get it within five, it counts. Okay. 82. 92. Oh, okay. Three. They were good this week, the check-in, the okay. check-in boys. Yeah, true. Flanders. Only, only one of them was poor. Only only one of them scored less, less than 40. Oh, <laughs> which one was it? So Flanders, Keys, Wines, Matt Crouch, Brad Crouch, Luke Jackson, and Rob. In my mind, it's out of Wines and Keys. Wines. It's got to be Wines. Wrong. It was Keys. Keys. What did he score? 37. Oh, brother. <laughs> you can't be doing that. Our boy. Our right. boy is no more. I'll give you answers to the very first question now, which okay. was who was the highest scoring player in every line. Right. Sinclair in defense with okay. a 136. Okay. Trelaw in the mids with a 143. Okay. English in the ruck yeah. with a 147. Nice. And Hogan in the forwards with a 180. Okay. There wow. You go. And I've got one more bonus question. Did. This is the money question, okay. cousin. The All big right. the big one. The millionaire 
The million dollar question. Did Ollie Wines break the non-ton run this week? <laughs> oh, he must have. Surely. He did it, mate. Yeah! He did it. He did it this week. Oh. Ollie Wines, what a guy. Wow. There's your nincompoop check-in. Back for the final time. Wow. 106 Ollie scored this week <laughs> for his best game of the year. He rediscovered the Brownlow form in a port win. Crazy. Wow. Crazy. He did it, mate. He wow. absolutely did it. It's officially the weirdest weirdest round of the season, I guess. Yes. Crazy. Yes. Crazy. All right, let me just quickly review your, your uh, answers. All right, I can reveal out of the 17 possible correct answers, you, you scored six. So six of 17. I feel like it's pretty good for predictions as That's far as predictions right. go. I'm going to give you a pass. All right. I'm going to give you a pass. We we are we might have to do this again next year, but swap roles, and I can I can be the the that could be fun. Yeah, I love it. All right, all right. We'll get into some news in a second, but first, is there anything that you want to ask me? Is there any scores that you want to know? Yes. Before we do the news. Yes, yes, yes. First one is what did Viney score? Jack Viney this week scored a hundred and five. Okay, I'll take that. I'll any, take that. Anyone else? Stewart. 133. Really? Wow. <laughs> and I guess I thought he scored a 60. Ross Lyon is going to feature on Hot Bakes later, mate, because okay. I traded Stuart out this oh, week. Oh, okay. All right. To Luke Jackson. All right. Also, what did Butters score? 115. Man. Could have got him instead of Will Day. Oh, yep. Okay. Oh. What did Eamon score? They, they took a handball off Butters, actually. So we've got 113. Eamon right. scored 121. Dude. I thought about it. I did think about it. If you it. let me do the trades, I would have copped that. You reckon? I didn't want Will Day back. I told you not Will Day. Hey, mate. Will Day would have dropped a 120 as well if he didn't get hurt. He was dominating. He scored like 50 points in the third quarter. It was just unfortunate. Hmm. Anyone else? Who who won all the footy games? Can you, can you tell me? <laughs> All right. Well, it, sorry, but this is just a catch up now. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, it, I really, is. it is. Maybe, maybe what we'll do, we'll get into the news and then, and then we'll take a break and I'll look at everything that's happened. I'll fill myself in. I was going to say one of the, uh, the, like the, the footy games is, was sort of part of the news, but I'll get into the okay. news. Yes, then. let's do that. Let's do it. Mostly accurate news. All right, I've, I've compiled some of the biggest stories from the weekend. Some good news and some bad news. We'll start with some bad news. Zeebs, after his his retirement game, was out and about on a night out and got coward punched post-game and has to have facial surgery. What? That's the first news. Is That that can't be real. It's real. It's it's real. It's legit news. Jesus. Shout out Zeebs. That's terrible. We, we, yeah, we love Zeebs. That, that's one of the, the crazy events that happened over wow. the weekend. I feel terrible for celebrating his bad score now. Yeah, yeah it happens. You didn't know, mate. But I didn't know. Hopefully that dude goes to jail because what a just piece of yeah. shit. Yeah, that's cooked. Zeebs is the man. Um, all right, the second piece of news which I, you already would have deduced by our quiz is we both got our bold predictions right this week yes yeah <laughs> the first week ever we've both done it yeah that's pretty it cool feels good mate does it feel good feels great bont 140 is what he is exactly what he scored and english 146 140 yeah, yeah 146 in the end. um all right the next piece of news was west coast beat the dogs this week we won mate 
We won. You're kidding we me. We beat the dogs. You're kidding um, me. No, dead set. And I missed that. Dead set. We won. We beat the dogs. No way. We actually did oh it. Oh my God. Because you messaged me today saying some crazy stuff has happened. Do not look at. Do not look at social media. It'll, yeah. Like stuff will get spoiled. That's the type of thing that random people message you about. And they're like, yeah. oh, what? Oh That's crazy. Oh my God, the Eagles. Yeah. Like someone will just say it on the street. But I, what I thought that was when you messaged me was that Simo was going to get sacked after the Eagles got absolutely obliterated. Yeah, that's a that's a fair thought to have. We won. We won. Away from home. Away by how from, much? Away by seven points. Oh, my God. <laughs> away from home against the Dogs in a game the Dogs needed to win to, to like, be guaranteed finals, basically. Brother, does that mean we're not getting Harley Reid now? We got it. It, do, it does mean that. It does. <laughs> North is, is probably going to win the spoon. Oh, my word. We've got All them right. covered, mate. So, no pick one for West Coast, but... I got to tell you, mate, it was such a feel-good moment. I, I'm actually sorry that you missed it. When I called you, in my mind, I was calling you to tell you to watch, and then I like remembered. And yeah. I was like, "Oh man, uh, I, it's I, all right. I I'll just, go back. I'll go back and watch that. That's incredible. Watch the last quarter. It was fantastic. We led for like the whole game as well. Wow. And then it got close at the end. Wow. It got scary. And in in his post-game interview, they because Ben Dixon interviewed Simo straight away. Yeah. And Simo was like, yeah, we're, you know, we we're trying to tank in the last few minutes there, like kicking the ball backwards and stuff. <laughs> Just took the absolute piss out of the media. And oh. It was great to see. And then they interviewed Jamie Cripps and he just like backed in Simo so hard. He was like, no, nah, Simo, like Simo's our man. We love him. We don't want him to go anywhere. Like the This win was for him and all that great heartwarming That's stuff. That's actually beautiful. That you love to see yes. as a supporter. It was so good, mate. You've oh, got to watch it. You've got to watch it. That's put a smile on my face. It was beautiful. That was the best thing. That was just the best thing that happened this weekend. The other crazy, crazy thing, it's going to be one of my hot bakes, but in the Adelaide Swans game, Adelaide were losing by 32 at three quarter time and Ben Keys kicked the, the winning goal with like 40 seconds left. And so they stormed home. Keys kicked a snag. It was like insane against the Swans because they, you know, two teams also fighting for finals. So, like, just yeah, such a massive Yeah, win. yeah, yeah. And wow. the goal umpire called a point and, like, didn't review it or anything. And then, like, the ball went down other side of the field and Cindy ended up winning by one point. Oh. And then they reviewed it post-game and it was, like, a clear goal. There was space between the ball and the post. And so the goal umpire got stood down now from for the rest of the year. Isn't, isn't working for the AFL. No way. Crazy, man. What? And so that essentially, well, it has that eliminated Adelaide from finals, basically, from finals contention. So if they won that, they probably would have made finals because they've got West Coast next yeah. week. But yeah. You're so kidding. It was crazy. I'll show it to you. As if they, I thought they check every goal. Apparently They're not. They're supposed to. I think they just, they played on so quickly that they, they just didn't call it back. Wow. But yeah, it's pretty crazy. Wow. Like, there was nothing on the Snicko. Like there was a gap between the ball and the post. It was just one of the crazy things that's happened that in footy. They say, well, they say that they review every single goal and you'd think in a close game when finals is on the line that they would do it. Yeah. That, that's the one time you, you would actually do it. You would stand by your word and do it. It's yeah. That's, it, that's, uh, that's a hot bake ready to happen. It's crazy. I've, <laughs> I've got a hot bake lined up. So I guess what we'll do now is we'll, we'll take a pause. You can look at your team, look at the media, sort of get educated on the, on the happenings of the weekend. I'll show you that video and then we'll get into hot bakes. All right, let's do it. All right. All right. We're going to get into our scores and rank. So cause you've had a look, you've, you've looked through, you've seen, what did you, what did you score? How did you rank? So I scored a 24 07 
and I'm ranked 9,740th. So I'm just <laughs> clinging onto the top 10K now. Right on the cusp. Ah, yep. I, sc- I scored 24-27, and my rank is 7,792. So I slid back a little bit as well. Felt like it was a decent week too. There's just a couple things that went against me. Jackson over Butters is extremely frustrating considering I'm not really the biggest dogger fan. <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is, mate. All right, we'll, we'll move on swiftly because I'm keen to get into yeah. hot bakes. But before that, we'll get into hogs and flogs. So who was your hog, cousin? You've caught me unprepared, actually. What do you mean? You wanted to do, do it this way. <laughs> one second, one second. All right, here we go. Here we, here we don't go. I'll get into I, my hog. You go first. My hog is Jack Sinclair for his 136 this week. We said it last week. He looks like a little Nick Dacos the way he runs around and screams for it. He's quick and agile, just a beautiful man with beautiful hair. And every time I watch him, he brings me joy. So I was out and about last night on Saturday, um, you know, a few a few beers deep. And uh, yeah, it just Sinclair made the night, mate. He made the night. Shout out to Tom Green as well, who I brought back for his 120. I love the big ginger. I want to kiss him. Yeah, that's beautiful stuff. I remember now my hog for this week is Tim English, <laughs> who was my original hog when I was predicting. And it's going to stand because he was my captain. He's got 146. And that's beautiful stuff. Massive. Who's your flog? Well, there's nothing, there's nothing more to say about this bloke. He's a dead set wanker noah anderson mate are you serious are you having a laugh 84 mate this is like the third week in a row i've got to deal with your just average crapness he starts slowly every single week man every single week he's on like 15 at quarter time you're fucking primo man (laughs) i'm so sick of it i got george here on the bench still who turned up again for the third week in a row and outscored anderson again for the third week in a row what is going on it's ridiculous hewitt in the last three weeks has outscored anderson by 60 points 60 points mate what what is that i'm sick of noah anderson man and i can't trade him because he plays north this week so frustrating. So Noah Anderson, you are the flog this week, mate. You, you're just a dog. Just a dog. I'm sick of you. <laughs> yeah, it's justified, but I think I can one-up you. I can two-up you or three-up you even. I reckon you could, to be honest. Mills. Callum Mills. 51, mate. That is absolutely pathetic. There's, We've got Keeb screaming here about 84s. I have to deal with this pathetic little piece of shit. Excuse for a footballer. He's the most overrated footballer in the country, in the world. He's the most overrated captain in the country, in the world. 51 is not even close to good enough. And you know what pisses me off? Tell me. (laughs) I didn't watch football all weekend because this little prick was pissing me off so much and I couldn't get rid of him because I had three fucking carnage (laughs) bullets that I had to deal with. So Callum Mills survived. He scored a 51, but the thing that shits me most is I look at the end of the game he had the most CBAs for Sydney. The, the most. most. <laughs> he had 22 CBAs and scored Jeez. a 51. I have never seen a player decline as much as Callum Mills has last uh, this year. It, this it's, year. It's been a rapid descent, hasn't it's it? It's incredible. I thought I thought Jared Lyons was, was up there last year, you know? like Mills is just worse. So much worse. Like, I can't believe it. Yeah. So, Callum Mills, you're my flog, and I'm really really hoping that I have no carnage this week and I can finally 
get rid of this guy. Speaking of Lions, he was the sub this week. Was and he, he? And he scored at 12 points less than Mills as the sub. <laughs> oh, don't tell he played, me that. He played one, like one quarter and he scored 12 points less than Mills. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Yeah, that's just not good. Mills shouldn't even be in my team, man. That's the, <laughs> you remember the week I got him, right? I we do, went mate. to the Traders event and it was just before lockout. And the, Tom, sec- the second week you got him. Tom Mitchell was, was named out that week and it was like I had to quickly changed my trades and I got Mills and I've literally been stuck with the pathetic useless guy since then. There's been a lot of swearies on this pod, hasn't yep. there? I would love to know what Mills is averaging in your team all up. It's got to be yeah. in the 50s, man, surely. Or oh, close, 60s yeah. maybe, but not good. I'll work it out. Not good. I'll work it out. All right, we'll move on. We'll get into some hot bakes. I'm excited. I've been holding in some rage, so sting it. Hot bakes. All right, I've got two hot bakes this week. I'll get into the first one. I'm absolutely seething at both of these. But Ross Lyon, who do you think you are, mate? You hoity-toity piece of shit. You talk about tagging, basically promise to do it, and then do nothing. Fuck off, man. Just get so far out of here and don't come back. Stewart scored his highest score of the season this week after Ross Lyon said he would tag. I, I literally can't put words together to explain the anger that I feel inside me about it. Why would you say you're going to tag? Co- coaches keep doing this. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll clamp him up. We've got to, we've got to put someone on him. He didn't. There was no one on him. He, he was intercepting. He was getting cheap little janky plus sixes. Mate, <laughs> just don't do that. Well, Saints so, one. Saints I'm, one. Mate, I've been a Stewart owner for like 20 weeks. <laughs> got to deal with his 70s and 60s and all the crap that he's dished up this year. And then the week I trade because of a tag, he drops his high score of the season. That is infuriating. I traded him to Luke Jackson, who <laughs> scored 49 points less. Ross, man. I hate you so much. <laughs> so much, man. God, what an asshole. I haven't seen you this fired up since you had Angus Brayshaw in your team. Oh, that's the... F- <laughs> Just it's just crap, man. That's the worst thing about getting towards the end of the year because you got you have to trade out primos now. Like that's the point that we reach. And so you know the things that coaches say, you actually take into account, and it just burns you so badly. I'm angry about it. Do you have any? Do you have any hot bakes for us this week? I've got another one. So I do, and I <laughs> it's actually directed at you, but I feel bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's ex- you know it. Yeah. You he nailed was, it. He was on 89 at three-quarter time and he got hurt. Mate. He it's was playing not, well. You should be not, thanking me. No, 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 no. Let me, let me explain. All right, I will. It's not – he was doing well. That's great. And you can't predict an injury, but I'm hot baking you because I gave you my login details and I said one <laughs> thing. I said, just don't get Will Day. That's what I said. I said, you know, you, it's, it's, you can do it because I don't want to see the scores, but just don't get Will Day. I said, get me someone with a ceiling. And you got Will Day. He he was going to drop a one twenty. Yeah, that he was doesn't tra- matter. It, it does. does the bake is because you didn't listen to your cousin. Hey, I you didn't do right by you. your cousin. And the combination of players that I got for you was the highest scoring out of the, the combinations that could have been. What about Carl Amon? You, you just I would have done it. You I would have done, done it. it. I was if I got. I was secretly hoping you were going to do it. If I got Carl Amon for you. You and he dropped like a sixty this week. You would have screamed in my face. <laughs> You'd be like, "F you, mate! You don't care about me. <laughs> You're just trying to be funny for the community." I did the right thing, mate. I made the smart call, and 
I'm not even going to say it backfired. He got injured. That's just unlucky. He was playing well. Viney played well, but you could have had Clary who dropped a 66. You could have had Gus who dropped an, an 86, which is less than Will Day. You could have had Butters, but, you know, I thought I thought he was going to get tagged. So that's just, it's just unfortunate, mate. I don't accept, I don't accept the bait. You should be thanking me because I helped you. I could have just said nothing. I could have just been like, no, don't worry about it. And you could have had Newcom. A Newcomb donut. If I didn't say anything to you, mate, you would have had LDU and Newcomb and you would have copped an actual donut. <laughs> Ridiculous. All right, mate. Ridiculous. What's your second bake? My second bake. I'm very hot on this as well. I've just shown you the footage and it's the Ben Keys goal non-call. I don't really know what else to call it, but for those who haven't seen, Ben Keys kicked what should have been the game-winning goal with it, about a minute 20 left in the Adelaide Swans game. It was a fantastic snap from like 45 out on the boundary, sailed through the goals, clearly was a goal, and the umpire, the goal umpire, has just called it a point. Didn't review it or anything, was just like, no, nah, it's a point. Sydney kick it out, take it down the other end, win the game. But that call, post-game they, they showed all the replays and they reviewed it. There was nothing on the snicko to say it hit the post, which was the call. There was a clear gap between the ball and the post. Like it was a goal as plain as day. If they reviewed it on the day, they, you know, the call would have been overturned. It would have been called a goal. But essentially what that goal umpire has done by putting his cowboy pants on and thinking that he's the man is robbed the Crows of like one of the all time comebacks to basically storm into finals. He's robbed Ben Keys of a career defining moment. He's robbed the Crows fans of, you know, celebrating their team, finally sort of making out of the pit they've been in recently. The umpire got stood down. I don't like to go too hard and bake umpires because I respect the umpires, but man, what are you doing? You've got to review that, surely. It doesn't, like, I don't, I, I, it it pisses me off. It pisses me off because I love Ben Keys, right? You love Ben Keys too. That moment for him in the, in the context of his career, who like was an early draft pick, got delisted, got picked up by Adelaide. He's like had to scrap and claw and, you know, has become arguably one of the stars of the game. But such a career-defining moment. It would have been just such a great moment for Adelaide and Adelaide fans. So, yeah, by that umpire thinking that he's the man and not choosing to review what clearly should have been reviewed, you've just you've robbed a lot of people of a lot of happiness and you're a dickhead. So... There you go. <laughs> You're hot baked. I'm going to jump in on that because it's annoying that you sit through all these reviews all the time in just like meaningless games when the when the decision is obvious. There was a review. I'm so sorry. Uh, you said that and it sparks up. There was a review in the Giants-Essendon game when the Giants were up by 120 points. That's what I mean. They you just do it. 120 yeah, points they, and they reviewed it. It's like, yeah. you don't need to review that. But a Ben Keyes like yeah, goal a big to moment, put Adelaide a in front huge moment. to make finals... Stakes far out, man. Yeah, yeah, it's it's baffling. But anyway, that's uh, I'm sure I'm sure Crows fans will have lots to say about that as well. If I was if I was a, p- a part of Adelaide, I would just take it as far as possible. Literally, go on strike this week. Don't play the game. But like, no, we deserve the points. We deserve the win, and we're not going to play. <laughs> I'm I'm not even kidding, man. Like, yeah, but to be blatantly robbed. Like, if we've got the technology, right? They literally installed the technology to prevent this from happening. Yeah. If you've got the technology, why not use it? And if you see post game, it like 
such a such a big big moment that could have been overruled. They've got the power to be like, no, like this call was wrong. Let's change it. I know Sydney would get all up in arms, and it, maybe it's not logistically possible. But like, well, here's here's the problem. It's the right thing to do. Like, no, here's the problem. There was still a minute on the clock after that. So that so if it is a goal, it comes back to the center, and then it's. Yeah, I but mean Adelaide are winning five point Adelaide lead with yeah, but you see, a ha- left. You, I mean you see you see teams kick goals with less than a minute all the time. So hundred percent, that's what I mean. You can't they they can't retrospectively change the the outcome of the game. But you're right, the wrong decision was made, and you would be up in arms as, as the Adelaide. I, I tell you what, team. I gen- genuinely think would be the fairest course of action. People, we we might get blasted on Twitter for me saying this this week, but give both teams four points because what it does. It allows Adelaide to still be able to make finals, but like it, it's it's such a big call in the context of that. In the context of a season, a club like financially, give both teams four points. It allows Adelaide to make finals. Sydney still gets the win, which you know they did get on the day, and it doesn't take away from any other teams. It just allows Adelaide the possibility of playing finals. No, but then but then it's like bad for like say GWS or Bulldogs. Yeah, it's but, bad for the other teams trying to make finals when, when like one of those teams would have not got four points and then they both get awarded four points. That makes no sense. Yeah, I know. It, but it doesn't take away from any of the other teams. Like what? No, what, it does it, though. But it not really. Like it doesn't take away opportunity from them. Like the dogs cost themselves this week by losing to West Coast. I don't know. It just it doesn't sit right with me. I don't know what the right course of action is. Maybe it is just to leave it. But if I'm if I'm an Adelaide. You'd be mad. You, yes. you wouldn't just be mad, mate. You'd be like absolutely seething. They came out and said, we got it wrong. If you got it wrong, do something about it. Don't just say, oh, sorry, man. It's crap. The weekend, it was a wild weekend, mate. I'm still hot. All right, I've got I've got one more bake. I'm not done. I'm not done. I've got one more bake. I'll try and tone it down, though, and be a bit less angry about it. It's just the Dogs fans that were absolutely berating the players over the fence as they were walking down the race. Don't do that. Don't you don't need to swear and yell and scream and say like all these horrible things like put your head down and take off the jumper and they're just they're footy players, they played in a footy game and they lost. It happens. Just don't be a dickhead. <laughs> all right, all right, I'm done. You're done. That's good. Let's move on. Let's move Let's on. Let's move on. All right, so this week we're gonna skip the good, the bad, and the ugly, because we've done a fair bit of reviewing of what's already happened, quite a lot of shenanigans and funny things. So we're going to get straight on to Knights of the Round Table. We're Knights of the Round Table. We dance where we're able. We do routines to call the scenes to footwork impeccable. We dine well here in Camelot. We eat ham and jam and spam a lot. Okay, so for Knights of the Round Table this week, I feel like there's not too much to discuss in terms of strategy. It's just... Get the best player you can get. The the player who you think is going to score the highest this week. And pretty much it's like it's all based on matchup, right? So we'll, we'll have a quick discussion of some players that we think might be really good this week. And why don't you throw us the ones that you think are going to be good this week, Keeps? I've got a few written down. The first two are Tex and Matt Crouch v. West Coast. West Coast did win on the weekend, but they've been a bit of a basket case throughout the course of the year. I think Adelaide, it, it might be a competitive game, but I think Adelaide's probably going to be too good for him. Um, Matt Crouch has a phenomenal record against West Coast. He's dropped two 150s on him in fantasy finals in previous years, um, and he's really just found form recently. So Matt Crouch is a big one. Tex, obviously the 166 earlier in the year on West Coast. Um, I think he'll be he'll be hard to stop and is a 
a small outside chance for the Coleman steal. So there is a chance if Adelaide start getting on top, they could just feed Tex because – I mean, yeah. What he's probably it's happened he's, before. He's probably got to kick what twelve goals, but he could. He kicked ten against West Coast earlier in the year. Like he has to be some somewhat of a chance. So they're the first two. Um, I've got Bont against Geelong. Just think he's going to be hungry for the Brownlow. You know, we've been saying it for the last two months. He's going to be hungry for the Brownlow. But I mean, he's in ripping form. He was awesome against West Coast. He's got a ceiling. So he's he's one that I reckon could do do damage against Geelong this week. We've got Gold Coast mids against North. Um, North is also a bit of a basket case and have just been giving up truckloads of points. So Anderson, as much as I hate to say it, should be good this week. And Miller, Took, um, has had some decent games against North in the past. So he's another big one. I've got two more and it's Stewart v. The Dogs. I say it through my teeth because I'm angry that he's not in my team, but... He does have a bit of a ceiling. He's coming off a good game. Dogs don't run any taggers, um, and they're giving up heaps to defenders. And then the last one I'll throw to you because I know that you you were keen to talk about him as well. Timmy English. That's right. Tim English. <laughs> yeah, I think he's going to be massive um, against the Cats who don't really have a recognized Ruckman at the moment. He's coming off a 146, and he's just a beast. Absolute beast. So, Tim English, I mean, I think everyone's got him. I said that last yeah, week. I would say so. But, I mean, yeah, right up there for captain captain discussions, which we will be posting on our socials later this week. Yeah, there might be a few still running with Max um, and not Tim. I think this is just the week to make the switch because English could have a ridiculous last game of the season. He's been the best player over the course of the year pretty comfortably, so that's gonna it's going to continue. He's probably going to go out with a bang. All right, and one last one that we didn't mention before and also against West Coast is Rory Laird. If you don't have him, like, it's... I mean, he's a primo. He's an uber primo against an easy team. Yeah, he's a beast. I didn't I didn't mention him because I, I, I think he sort of stands out Um, and, you know, he's always going to be a target if you don't have him. But it's the same, yeah. Uber primo with an easy matchup. You just, you just jump on. Yep. All right, so now a couple of other things I wanted to talk about is players that we could look to jump off this week based on matchup or maybe based on tags. Have you got any players for us? I do, mate. I've got a bunch. The first two are Sarong and Andy v. The Hawks. Um, one of them is going to get the Finn McGuinness tag, and the one who doesn't is probably just going to have a bad game. The Hawks have been clamping all mids lately. Viney was decent against them this week, but Petraka and Oliver were horrible. All the dogs mids were pretty average against them. Um, they just do damage against midfielders. So I think if you've got Sarong or Andy, you could jump off. Um, they're also restrictive against Rucks. So Luke Jackson's another one who I'd possibly look to jump off. It's annoying because I got him this week. I don't know. I don't know why, to be honest. <laughs> um, Josh Kelly v. Carlton. Yes. Carlton are hard for mids to score on. And Josh Kelly's played three bad games in a row. I just think you just cut cut ties with him while you can. Just you- quickly on Josh Kelly. Like... An 85 when your team wins by 120 points and he had 30 touches and still, yeah, didn't even crack 90. Get involved. It's just, yeah, what, I don't know. Yeah, he's cooked. He's not, he's not the fantasy player that he used to be. Yeah, he's having a bit of a weird year. Um, I've got Mills there for you, mate. Callum Mills. <laughs> he's got, gone for me, finally. Got to get rid of him this week. Yeah. Um, last one is Taranto. Could get a bit of attention against Port, but even if he doesn't, man, he's just been terrible the last seven or eight weeks. Averaging in the 90s, so yeah, I think if you've got Timmy T, he's one that you could look to jump off. He's probably not going to burn you going out the other way. 
and it's also going to be unique because I don't think many coaches will jump off him. So that's one one way you could make up some points in the last round. Yep. And one final one, if for some reason you still have this guy, I just feel sorry for you. But Jack McRae, I just absolutely abort, abort ship there. He was a tactical sub this week when in a close game on 51. Tack sub, crazy, craziness. He's just, I don't know what's going on there. It's funny as well, man. Just on McRae, at the start of the game, you would have seen this if you if you weren't cancelling out all, all forms of content this week, but I messaged our group chat saying, man, McRae looks good today. Like He laid a couple big tackles, racked up a bit in the first quarter. I think he got to like 24 at quarter time, but he was moving well and like looked like he was on and then just did nothing for a long time. So crazy. Yeah, well, imagine like breaking the record for most 20-plus disposal games and then the week after then having two back-to-back games sub Under, 20 yeah. and just basically his two worst games in like probably years, four man. years. Yeah, even four more, or five years. Even yeah. more, yeah. It's been, it's been a long time since McCray's wow. played this poorly. So Sad to see. Yeah. Very sad to see. But uh, yeah, jump off if you're an owner. Yeah, for sure. Get away. All right. Uh, any other talking points? We do have a listener question. Um, and it's, will the Crows send players off for an early holiday if they're a bit sore next week? Against West Coast, they can't make finals now. It's an interesting thought. Uh, for me, probably not. Like, Tex is one that normally you'd think maybe he could get a rest, but... You know, he's sort of in common contention. It's an easy beat. I think he's going to want to play. He'll want to play. The mids, led Dawson and Crouch, they're, they're all probably going to play. Like, you haven't heard any any news or soreness reports or anything like that. So, I don't, yeah, I don't think anyone really has a chance to get a rest. I, I think everyone's mm-hmm. probably going to play out the last game of the season and, and want to end on, yeah. on a high. Most players do generally anyway. Yeah. I, yeah, I feel like if they were a chance for finals or were thinking about finals, then maybe they would rest some sore players, in in my opinion. If they were locked in, yeah, maybe. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like, yeah, like I said, I think last game of the season, they're all probably going to be hungry to play and yeah. you know, maybe and maybe I, sort of prove a point going out. Yeah, I think they'll want to finish strong after what happened last week. Like, they would be so disappointed with that. I think they'll want to try and make a statement this week against a club that they, you know, they absolutely obliterated earlier in the year. Just end on a high and then go on holidays. Just, 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 uh, Quietly as well. Another player that you could look to target this week, Rob <laughs> against West Coast. You could. Rocks have been obliterating West Coast. He actually could go hand this week. <laughs> Imagine you bringing Rob for a dirty 140 in the last round of the season. Who are you getting him for though? English. No, nah, not really. <laughs> not really. You're not trading Marshall or English nah, off a 140. Yeah, but if you and he doesn't at, have forward status. If so. you're looking to save some money and you don't have Marshall or English, I reckon you actually could go to Rob as a viable option this week. Yeah, um, maybe. You could. You could do it. And it's a fun little risk. Not, maybe not if you're chasing a hat. Maybe, <laughs> maybe don't be silly like that. But if you're chasing, you know, a top 5K, top 10K, why not? Rob, he's the man. He does have a ceiling. Yeah. He does have a ceiling. It. You could do it. All right. I like it. And I think that's all of our talking points for this week. Okay, the cu- hold the phone. It's time for the Brothers of Destruction check-in. This week, Matt Crouch, the Undertaker, kicked a snag, a beautiful snag, had 26 touches, six clearances, and 101 fantasy points. 
at the behest of Matty Nix, who only played him 65% tog. What are you doing? He's the man. He's the undertaker. You've got to get him on the ground, mate. If he played more tog, they would have won the game. 100%. Certainly. You can take that to the bank and cash it in because it's a fact and it's the truth. Brad Crouch, Kane, the lesser of the two brothers. Brad Crouch is actually older, but, you know, for the sake of consistency, we'll say he's younger. Had 29 disposals, 11 clearances, 7 score involvements, and a flat ton, 1-0-0. Kane and The Undertaker, the brothers of Destructions, the Crouch brothers, the beautiful boys, B&M. My, bo- my boys, I love them. Well, they both got it done, so that's fun. They destroyed, because that's what they do, mate. All right? All right, All let's right. talk predictions. Let's talk predictions. All right, Jados, last week you said Tim English would score 145 plus. He scored 146. How are you feeling? Pretty good. I'm happy with that. He was my captain. The site. He was, he was my the captain site. too. <laughs> what a guy. What a guy. All right, well, last week I said Bont would score 140 plus and he scored 140 on the dot. Mate, we're just we're just a couple of absolute legends, aren't we? We've both got the sight. It came to us, Professor Trelawney styles. I can, I'm you know just chuffed. Funny? I'm absolutely chuffed. You know what's funny, cuz? What? I wrote down a prediction on my way, or not on my way here, before I came here, um, and it, <laughs> it's just funny to look back on. Tell me. Now tell that me. I know the scores. I'm retracting it before I even say it, but I wrote (laughs) Jack McRae finishes the season with a 130 plus. You don't think so now? (laughs) Well, no. He might not even play, man. Yeah, he He might might get dropped. They lost to West Coast. Crazy. All right, well, what do you have for us this week, cousin? I'm saying Tim English goes back-to-back 140s for the first time in his career. You have you have to say that. It's that's bold. It is bold. Like we agreed back last back. week oh, yeah. that anything one forty plus the, the, is bold. The issue is not with the, the the boldness of the prediction. It's just of the going back to the well with Tim English. You gotta freshen it up. What do you mean? You can't go you can't go back to back with the same player. All right, all right, give me a second. You you say yours and I'll try and think of something else. It is bold. It is bold though. That's I will I'll give you that, but I kinda like it. I, I wanna stick with it. You wanna stick with Tim to yeah. go to go out and style. Yeah, all right. yeah, yeah. Well, I'll give it to you. My my bold prediction this week, looking into the Cousins crystal ball and seeing the site, is that any midfielder, any one midfielder in the game this week will score a 170 plus. Okay. and they have, But they have to be a mid? Yeah. A mid. Right. Someone's going bonkers this week in the fantasy grand final. I don't know who it's going to be. The site isn't that clear for me. I looked in there. I saw murky colors, a bit of grayness, but then just the numbers 170 looking back at me. It's going to happen. This is the week. One of our midfielders does it for us. It's going to be a popular mid, over 10% ownership, and the fans, the community is going to rejoice at the sight. What's happening? Yeah, okay. I'm telling you. I, I won't complain. I will not complain about that. Hopefully, it's Josh Kelly. No. <laughs> no. It's not going to uh, be. It won't be. It, could it won't be, be. It could be Bont. Maybe it's Clary. Tom Green. Oh, Tom Green goes 170 again this week. I, oh, the mate, lid will be off. It's it's already <laughs> off. Just thinking about it, to be honest, I'm getting excited. It's happening. All right, we'll move on. We'll move yeah, on. Yeah, we will move on. 
Quick, just quickly, how's our tally going for our predictions? I think I'm up by one still. You're about to be down by like three after next week, but we'll, no. we'll review it. We'll review it next week, well, mate. Because these are our final predictions for the season. They are the final predictions for the season. It's yep. but it, it's a big one. I think we've got to keep the the lid on and let the listeners know who's won next week. Next week, that'll yeah. be something to tune into as we as we wrap up the yeah. the season. But I'm gonna get you, mate. <laughs> we'll see, mate. We will see. Hundred percent. I'm gonna get. All right. Well, let's move on to fantasy proverbs. Fantasy Proverbs. Okay, Fantasy Proverbs. The goofiness is here. It's my favorite part of the pod. It's inspiring to all the listeners, the cousins listeners. You've got to lift us up this week, cousin. You've got to lift the listeners to the heights. Unseen, unseen heights, unheralded (laughs) places. They need to reach the top of mountains, the troughs of seas, and... Just go to the promised land. All right. Tell us. Inspire <laughs> us. One, two, three, go. Better be unborn than untaught, for ignorance is the root of misfortune. <laughs> and it's about just the social experiment that we conducted this week, about just being ignorant to the scores. Um, it just it caused a lot of misfortune, didn't it? I had liver issue, LDU issue, Newcomb, Will Day, my team is just getting more, copping more and more carnage. Just it's just getting crazy now. I can't escape it. Even even like hiding from the scores, and not checking them, I can't escape. Your the, your bad team is like the boogeyman. Just it is coming and invading I your actually, dreams. I'm very very keen for our wrap up episode because I'm going to make a list of all the carnage that I've copped this year, and I reckon I would be up there for that's poor that's. Poor me vibes at its finest. It is, it is, <laughs> but I haven't, I haven't been sulking too much about. Well, I have been sulking about it. That is, that's not quite <laughs> the, true. Yeah, the but, listeners say otherwise. But what I'm saying is, if I was being really sulky about it, I would have that list already. That Mark's got, and I would shut yeah, up, yeah. shut up, Mark. I'd be reading it every week. And go, oh, this week I had uh, the, my, my list is now up to thirty players or something, thirty-four trades. But I'm not doing that, not yet. <laughs> but yeah, um. Uh, Ignorance, guys, Next is week. not bliss. I'm sorry, Ignorance is not bliss. It's oblivion. Yeah. Speaking of Will Day, sounds like he's going to be fine as well. So. Oh, yes. Yes. I che- <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. I checked the news and apparently cramp. He's just had cramp for a couple of weeks and they just rested him last quarter. So basically he's a bitch. It's a bit soft, isn't it? Yeah. Flat. All right. I'll get into my proverb and it's from the great man, yay, Kanye West, Yeezus, Yeezy himself. And it's this, I gotta testify, come up in the spot looking extra fly for the day I die. I'm a touch the sky. <laughs> it's the end of the season. It's grand final week. Fly, touch the sky. This is what dreams are made of. The glory, it's here. You can be Ben Keys, but your goals will actually count. Win the grand <laughs> final, people. Climb in rank, top 10K, top 5K, top 1K, top 100, top 10. Win a car. Do it. This is the week. Touch the sky. You've got to do it for the day you die. That's it. Beautiful. Well, that is an uplifting, wholesome message. I needed that. My, te- my team still brought me down this week. Even even not watching, still just cut the, cut the soul to pieces. Hurts, doesn't it? After I found out the scores. Um, but yeah, we will touch the sky. And more specifically, we will touch the sky 
playing AFLW Fantasy. It's a fresh start and we're going to crush it. Reach it's very soon. For the stars, cousin. We will. We will reach for the stars. Anyway, thanks so much if you've listened all the way to the end of our goofy little episode for round 23. Um, good luck for round 24. Follow us on Instagram at The Cousins Fantasy and on Twitter at The Cousins Pod. You tried to get me again, <laughs> yeah. but you didn't. I flipped them around. You're you got always to wake ready. Up pretty early to slip one by the J Cabes. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in. Good luck, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Kiss your cousin. Kiss your cousin. Kiss him on the lips. Kiss your cousin. Kiss. Your cousin